0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 100 million vaccines in Biden's first 100 days? Some are skeptical. In the final days of the Trump administration, Tennessee gets its Medicaid block grant, And the doctor leading the health equity task force says we need to address social and financial challenges. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, January 12th, and I'm Alex Olgin with GIST Healthcare Daily. Where you get the headlines and help business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. After President elect Joe Biden got his second dose of a COVID vaccine in Delaware Monday, he said he's still confident that his administration will be able to rapidly scale up vaccinations during his first few months in office. My uh, number one priority is getting vaccine in people's arms like we just did today as rapidly as we can. And we're working on that program now. Biden announced that when he takes office, he plans to release almost all available COVID vaccines rather than reserving half for second doses to meet the lofty goal of 100 million vaccinations in 100 days. But some within the incoming administration are concerned about meeting that target, given how slow and disorganized the rollout has been so far. Politico is reporting Biden criticized incoming COVID coordinator Jeff Zients and his team, saying in one instance that they are underperforming. Transition officials defended Zients and said he's being handed a mess and is trying to build the foundation for a mass vaccination campaign that the Trump administration neglected to do. Some health experts are also nervous about Biden's plan to release nearly all vaccine doses when he takes office because they worry that if production doesn't keep up and second doses aren't given within the right time frame, that could be a problem. But former FDA director and current Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb told CNBC that he thinks there's a middle ground and that stockpiling half of the current supply may not be necessary. I think we could be pushing out more vaccine right now, given the fact that this is the most critical part of the epidemic and take a little bit of risk that there could be a delay in a second dose. I don't think there will be. I think that the manufacturing is going to keep up. I see no reason why we're going to have a problem, but we could stockpile a little bit to bridge ourselves. This strategy is different from what the United Kingdom is doing, which is delaying the second dose. Health experts in the U.S. consider that a risky move because the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine efficacy is based on a two-dose regimen between three and four weeks apart. Some good news on the vaccine front. Pfizer says its COVID-19 vaccine still works well against one of the key mutations on the more contagious coronavirus variant found in Britain and several U.S. states. Tennessee is the first state to get federal approval for a Medicaid block grant. With just days left as Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Administrator, Seema Verma approved the 10-year pilot program, in which Tennessee will get a lump sum in federal Medicaid funding and have more flexibility with how to spend those dollars. In addition, the state will be able to share in any savings with the government. Reshaping Medicaid has been a key priority for Verma and the Trump administration, which has granted several work requirement waivers across the last four years. The pilot, called 10-Care-3, is a little different than traditional block grants because CMS explains it will allow the state to obtain more federal funding as enrollment grows. And the state just can't cut benefits on its own, which leads experts to wonder how exactly the state will generate any significant savings. Advocates say this type of grant gives states incentives to save money instead of letting ballooning Medicaid costs get out of control. Critics say the limited funding and incentive to save could threaten care at a time when more and more people are relying on Medicaid during a global pandemic. Tennessee is one of 12 states that has not expanded Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. Medicaid enrollment across the country has surged during the pandemic and is at an all-time high of 76 million people. The incoming Biden administration is not supportive of block grants and is expected to try and reverse the program. COVID-19 has highlighted myriad healthcare disparities in the U.S., chief amongst them that Black and Latino Americans are more likely to be hospitalized and die from COVID-19. Of course, unequal access and treatment among minorities has been a persistent problem in the country for a long time, but fixing it is a key focus of the incoming Biden administration. President-elect Biden highlighted the importance of the issue by appointing Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith to lead a national task force on health equity. Nunez-Smith, an internist, is also an associate professor of internal medicine and public health management at Yale University. She also directs Yale's Equity Research and Innovation Center and leads research on chronic disease in some Caribbean islands and U.S. territories, including the Virgin Islands, where she grew up. She told the Yale News that preventing the spread of COVID in communities of color takes more than just increased access to testing and vaccines. She said it's about addressing the social and financial challenges that people in these communities face. In an interview with The New York Times, Nunez-Smith laid out a few examples of specific steps to improve the pandemic response, such as creating more walk-up testing sites as opposed to drive-through sites in lower-income communities where not everyone has a car. She also said the stay-home, stay-safe mantra isn't realistic for many who can't work from home. On the vaccine front, Nunez-Smith stressed the importance of warning vaccine-hesitant Americans about side effects in advance, so they aren't surprised. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly's stock was up 11.7 percent Monday, after the company announced that during a small clinical trial, its experimental Alzheimer's drug showed it slowed cognitive decline in a third of patients who were early in their disease. The broader sector was up 0.51%. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.